Welcome to another episode of Monster Hunters, the only show that definitely dares to look into the eyes of streaming networks, give them the thumbs down and the middle finger saying, get out of here with your millions of hours of original content. We're (laughs) going to look at a 50-year-old sitcom about a Frankenstein monster and his grotesque family. I'm Derek, and I'm a Monster Hunter. Joining me, as always, is Keith. Hey, hey, my name is Keith, and I'm also a monster hunter, staring staring directly, unblinking at those streaming services. Yes, take that, Paramount Plus. Yeah. And of course, <laughs> uh, on the other side, the Dr. Dre of Kansas, Terry. Terry, welcome aboard. Hello, hello. I'm Terry. I'm a monster hunter, and I, I, I thumbs down those streaming services so hard, I just bought the box set instead of yeah, it streaming. Yeah, you're like you... a monster hunter hipster. Like you bought the DVDs, but you like the crackle of the uh, the, the, the 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 true. I mean, this this was made before there was you know HD, before there was standard definition. Mm-hmm. This is like uh, the radiation from the tube burns your skin. Television programming. <laughs> And you like that. You like that yeah. feel. The classic uh-huh. that only DVD can replicate. Yeah. Blu-ray upset is too they clean. didn't have uh upset they didn't have laser disc. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would have bought that if I'd found it. Yeah. But I'll <laughs> stick with the DVDs for now. You know, it's it's not quite the same, but I, I try to get it as genuine of an experience <clears throat> as possible, you know, when I yeah. when I watch these. So Terry, do you have a laser disc player? Nope, I don't oh. actually. But you would have gone out and bought one. <laughs> I would have. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, I tried getting uh, the book "The Monsters: A Trip Down Mockingbird Lane" uh, by Stephen Cox. I was gonna like. I looked up to get a, a copy of it. Is this a real thing? Yeah, it's a real book. Okay. I looked up to get it, and like Amazon had one copy, and they wanted like forty-two dollars for it. Oh, oh my and even God. like eBay, it was hard to find. So. Uh, I'm currently looking. It is in transit from Washington Memorial Library to my local library because I got it. Uh, oh. I looked it up and then I ordered it up through my library. So Washington hopefully Memorial, they'll have like uh, in DC. No, no. There's um, it's a there's a network of oh. libraries here in Georgia that you can basically share books from. It's in transit, so Smithsonian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like it, even on eBay, like it was hard to like find like a decent copy of the book or anything for like mm-hmm. a reasonable price. Hmm. Uh, so I'm looking forward to getting this from the library and hopefully learning some more monster facts. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, man. You want more monster facts, huh? Yeah. Well, look, I mean, this, there's 70 some episodes of the show. There's gotta be a lot of facts about it. Yeah. Somebody's got to blow the dust off those old tomes and you know, <laughs> yeah. them blow your mind, blow yeah. the dust off and blow your mind with the hidden knowledge, monster, monster knowledge. Yeah. Well, I guess before we get into season one, episode three of the Munsters, we should have. I wish I had a stinger button. I'll have to put it in post. But this is the, what the hell do you call it, Keith? 
uh, the Munster's Almanac Fact of the Week. The Munster's <laughs> the Mu- Munster Hunter Almanac Fact of the Week. Here it is, the Munster Hunter Almanac, <clears throat> the Munster Hunter Almanac Fact of the Week. Uh, each week, we're trying to bring everyone a little bit of knowledge and background, either on the show or some of the people that uh, were playing uh, the roles in the show. This week, focusing a bit on Yvonne DiCarlo, who played Lily uh, throughout the entire series. Interesting part in the original unaired 1964 episode, uh, Joan Marshall was the mother, and her name was Phoebe and not uh, not Lily. And then they switched her out. Uh, Yvonne, uh, she was born in 1922. Started acting in 1941 and died in 1984. She was the uh, 1987 Fanta Festival Best Actress winner for American Gothic. Uh, The Fanta Festival is a film festival uh, over in Italy. It is uh, devoted to science fiction, fantasy, and horror films. has been held Mm -hmm. annually since 1981. Uh, Just so you know what kind of level uh, playing field we're talking about, the 1987 Fanta Festival Best film, Mannequin. Best director, Mannequin. Best actor, Andrew McCarthy for Mannequin. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. And uh, is this the Fanta Fest? What? Fanta Festival. F A N T A. Like festival. the soda? I guess, but it's a, a festival for science fiction, fantasy, and horror. And it's okay. still going on today. Does Fanta stand for something like fantasy, fantasy and, and yeah, probably. Probably fantasy probably makes sense (laughs) at last. Yeah. Also, also sponsored by Fanta probably. Yeah. Um, in 1959, she was on an episode of Bonanza as Mm. Lotta Crabtree, an episode called a rose for Lotta. And in 1995, there was a, here comes the monsters TV movie. And she played a restaurant guest uh, in that. Cause it was recast with a whole bunch of different people. When did she die? She died in. It says she died in 1984. That's what I thought. Uh, it says she played a restaurant guest. I don't. It says 1995 on the thing there. That's 95 weird. Okay. or 85. 95. Huh. Even 85, she would have died. In, well, maybe it was oh, they the last filmed thing it. She in did. Eight, yeah, probably. Hmm. Uh, but those are my facts about uh, this week. Just some basic stuff about Yvonne DiCarlo, aka Lily, uh, and how she uh, got uh, got in. Oh, one other thing I did have on here is that. Apparently, Fred Gwynn and Al Lewis, uh, were, they were not pleased when they heard she was going to replace Joan Marshall. They'd never met her, and they were intimidated by her reputation as a Hollywood glamour queen. Oh, oh wow. She's a bona fide movie star, Al Lewis recounted in 2003 interview for A&E's biography. We didn't think she would fit in with our brand of comedy. We were wrong. <laughs> Their brand. <laughs> Woof. Uh, and and mm-hmm. you know what? I don't blame Al Lewis for being intimidated because I would think anyone Anyone with any like community theater, like <laughs> I did a production of our town in high school. Um, oh, I remember I, that it was great. You were amazing. I saw marionettes. Uh, anybody that has any theatrical uh, background in any way whatsoever uh, should intimidate Elders and monsters. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is the Munster Hunter. Almanac Fact of the Week. It was beautiful. I feel yeah. feel a lot better knowing that stuff. Yeah, it gives a little good background. People don't people don't remember. People think of the person. Oh yeah, that's Lily Munster, but they don't know all the other details. No, they don't. Well, I don't I know, know she was 
she was intimidating on set. They don't know those things. No award winner. She was yeah. intimidated before she even got there. She even spent their brand of humor. Like, well, shoot. <laughs> it, we are risking our <laughs> brand of humor, but <laughs> this is a big Hold risk, on. guys. Yep, big risk. But bringing in a name that people would recognize and want to tune in to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And maybe it was like, oh, God, the pressure. People are going to actually watch this. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, hmm. we thought we'd get oh. six episodes and die off quietly in the night. No, thank you, Mr. Munsters. Okay, hold on a second. Oh, she died in 2007 at age 84. That would oh, make more sense. There uh, we go. 1984 at the age of 2007. Yeah. I have to update the uh, almanac. Like any good almanac, it's a living man. It's a living document. You can change. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm the I'm the author of the almanac. I think I can make a change when I need to. So. Yep, oh, yep. You know, Keith, once you compile um, the almanac, when we're done with this, you could actually publish it. Oh, I probably could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a market for Munsters books. Market for Munsters. That, uh, <laughs> that would be a good segment, but, uh, but we don't have that one yet. So instead, <laughs> here comes the what we the Munster deep dive. Ooh, love it. Um, title <laughs> pending, of course. Uh, <laughs> Everybody's got any better ideas for that segment? Still working on it. If you have an um, idea, tweet at us. Yeah. Uh, instead of Munster Deep Dive, Deep Dive Munsters, whatever. Ooh, diving with the Munsters, the Munster mm. Madness Merriment, whatever. Anyways, um, Skuma, self contained underwater <laughs> Munster apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a segment. I think that's what it is right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, <laughs> better than what we had, that's mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so yeah, we're, <laughs> the episode we're talking about is a, a walk on the mild side, um, mm-hmm. which that's pretty much how I live my life. So we're off to a great start already. Um, but it was directed by Norman Abbott. Uh, he had a directing career. He's going from 1956 to 2004, and he has directed 12 Monsters episodes, which is pretty good. Quite mm-hmm. the the collection of episodes. Um, and this was the first episode he actually did. Um, well, official episode. He also did direct the pilot. So that's Ooh, fun. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was weird that he directed the pilot, but then didn't get to like direct the version of the pilot they actually went with. That is weird. Like, yeah. the, the first episode they actually went with because he doesn't. This is like episode three is where he gets his first official then thing. Maybe that's because after the pilot, they didn't like it and they wanted to redo it or something. I don't know. But. Yeah. I did find that a little different. That a little yeah. uh, interesting. Gave him the boot. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they didn't like it. Yeah, you're right. And then once they got the yeah their formula, their com- comedic formula together, they realized it was so strong that nobody could ruin it. Um, but uh, he also directed um, eight show or eight episodes of a show called The Ghostbusters. Um, <laughs> Keith, I think you're a little familiar with this show. You're te- uh, messaging us about this. Um, and and not I was looking up stuff on my own and did not even look that up in relation to us recording this. And then I, I just started looking up some de- some details on Norman Abbott as well. And I was like, oh, look at that. Eight episodes of this weird Ghostbuster show from 1975. Yep. Yeah, the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, not, not related in any way to the movie, uh, but I guess Columbia did pay a lot of money to use the name. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's about a couple detectives and their sidekick gorilla. So, I mean, what would you expect <laughs> from a name called yeah. Ghostbusters? Uh, this episode was written by Norm uh, Leibman and Ed Haas. Uh, we've talked about these guys already, so I won't go too much into the, you know, 
both huge riders on the monsters. They've been credited on every episode as being developed by them. So pretty big deals. Uh, but mm-hmm. the, the guest star is Cliff Norton as police chief hey, W.R. Harris. Can I give you one more Norman Abbott fact? Oh, yeah. Well, hell, why not? Uh, he directed the first episode of The Monsters Today, which was a 1988 reboot that had three seasons and 73 episodes. It had three seasons? On what show? Yeah, I have no idea. Probably the same one that The Monsters were on. But he did the first episode wow. for that as well. The Monsters Today. So there's more than 70 episodes. Of the Monsters. So it's not That's like a I'm morning hearing. show? Like... Like good morning monsters <laughs> or the monsters yeah. today. Okay. It, the monsters view. Yeah, that's what it's <laughs> no, they no, they did a whole uh the whole rebooted thing um with all different uh all different actors and actresses in the wow. house. Uh-huh. Well, that's fun. And somehow and somehow got three seasons out of it. <laughs> that's more than this got. Yeah, dang. <laughs> yeah. Um so, yeah, the guest star, uh, Cliff Norton, he was the police chief, uh, W.R. Harris. He's got 133 acting credits on IMDb, going from 1950 to 1994. He's in the Munsters movie, uh, Munsters Go Home. He also played a reporter in the movie It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. I think I said enough mads in there. Mm-hmm. Um, that sounded right. But it's a classic, classic comedy. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he also voiced the main character uh, in the 1970s Hanna-Barbera cartoon called Where is Huddles? Who's um, Huddles? Yeah, that's the question. Uh, it's a comedy about football players. Um, and he played the main <laughs> man. <laughs> Mr. Huddles? His, his last name was Huddles, yeah. Awesome. Um, I love it. Apparently, it was a ripoff of Flintstones. I was reading some reviews. There's only three reviews on IMDb about this show. <laughs> and all of them mentioned mm. how this was uh, either heavily inspired by or if not a complete ripoff of the Flintstones um, and uh, had a lot of the same cast even. But their foot. The other, so so let me guess. Uh, so Huddles wakes up every morning. He goes to the toilet and it's instead of like a. <laughs> A giant bird is just about a giant football, and he lifts open the lid, <laughs> pees in it, and then he goes and he cooks his dinner or breakfast on a giant football. Like, I don't know how are yeah. the Flintstones. And I, I don't know, it's, I'm sure the football was like, it's a living, as he yeah, like, exactly. was used as well. I don't know, everybody was very adamant about how this was very much like the Flintstones. Maybe it was just because like the cast is the same, like his mm. uh, Huddles himself, his wife was like a redhead voiced by. Same person who played Wilma oh. in the Funstones. And Hutt- um, Huddles always screams like Scrabba Shabba Shoe or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But I actually have one more thing. The weirdest thing I found on his uh, IMDb. And it uh, wasn't was, Huddles. It wasn't Mr. <laughs> Huddles. Yeah, it was uh, Juan. Wait, what was it? Okay, the name is so weird. Uh, Juan Tan Tan, the dog who saved Hollywood. Um, oh, no, <laughs> no, I just I I recently heard about this as well. Really <laughs> heard about this. I'm assuming there's um, some terrible Asian slur in it. No, it's uh, so for uh, a different show that I'm watching. One of the uh, voice people on there also did a voice on like it was one of the listing, listings of like a voice that they did. And I'd never heard of it until just like probably like 35, 40 minutes ago. <laughs> It's a yeah. It's about a dog. Um, it's in 1920s Hollywood. They saved Hollywood. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, I guess the dog makes it big. I didn't really understand what was happening. I watched the trailer and it was just ridiculous. <laughs> There's a trailer? Oh, yeah. Man. Go on to IMDb and look this up. The trailer is crazy. The first like 20 seconds are just a dog jumping through a wall like over and over again. Um, it's just like an Air Bud prequel. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like it. it. The trailer makes it makes it out to believe that Juan Tonton is in love with the girl. The girl wants to make it big as an actress. Uh, yeah, it seems like the girl gets put. It's supposed to be a comedy. In this day and age, it does some of the stuff's a little uncomfortable with like the producers being weird to her. Um, but uh, it looks like most of the yeah, time that Wonton's just bursting through walls, knocking on doors, uh, getting an interview on the radio. He must be a pretty big deal. I don't really understand <laughs> what it's about. But. 1976, Shecky Green is it? Shecky Green, Madeline Kahn, Terry Carr. There's lots mm-hmm. of people in this movie. Yeah, the, the, the trailer at the very end was like telling you everybody who was in it. And they're very excited about how it was like one of the greatest casts of all Art time Carney. for a film. Yeah. And then uh, they didn't mention Cliff Norton. Well, oh, so. he was the dog. Ca- <laughs> he was the dog catcher. Yeah. They didn't mention his name in the trailer. Bruce, Bruce Dern as Grayson Potchuk. Potchuk. All this sounds great. Yeah. I'm sure it's a classic, but yeah, I think I'm good with the trailer. William at least for now. Benedict as man on bus. And then <laughs> Sterling Galloway <laughs> is old man on bus. Old man on bus. And there's yeah, lots look, of bus you, you people. It must be a big bus scene because Dorothy Gulliver plays old woman on bus. Maybe it's like speed. Oh, I, with a dog. One time, the dog has to save him. The day yeah. he bursts through the doors, grabs the bomb, and disarms it. Oh man, and that's why he saved Hollywood. Yep. Yeah, why well, shoot? Yeah, the the bomb was big enough to blow up Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, but... one time, time, you've done it again. That was that was a riveting version of Skooma. Now, before we get into this episode, uh, place your bets now. Is this the episode where the babysitter loses it? <laughs> is this the episode that snaps, breaks the babysitter uh, mm. by either walking in on Herman having sex? No, full frontal <laughs> having oh, sex yes, or having sex with mm. the dog i can't remember all of the explicit things that go on but is this the week that the babysitter breaks that's the main Uh, part yeah well well derek why don't you read the premise there to give everyone kind of a fair idea of what they're thinking before they place their bets herman is taking short walks at the park during the night as a remedy to his stress and insomnia when other walkers see him they are scared telling the police that a monster is free at the park Along with a dangerous thief. So there is, it doesn't sound so mild when you put it like that. No, it doesn't. There's a dangerous thief on the loose. Yeah. I mean, Her- Herman's stressed out. Maybe some of those walks, he's walking around naked. We don't know. It's going to let loose. Oh, no. I, I do because I watched the episode. He, that doesn't happen. So here we oh, go. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> so this episode opens up with Lily coming down the stairs with candles and there's some grunting off screen. Uh, 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 uh. And, well, and this, this, Keith, you're right. This could have been the moment where the babysitter <laughs> was broken. Uh, Lily comes around the corner and there's Herman grunting. He's in the dark, but he's going over bills in the dark. Mm, yes. Been reading and the making dark again. It'll weird ruin faces. your eyes. Um, and then we'll have to get you another pair. So he's going over the bills. He's upset. Electricity. Now, this is the second episode where Herman has complaint about money, right? Fiduciary sorts of things. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. 
because last episode he was like, uh, I have to go out there and earn rent every week. Or yeah, every scare, up some rent. scare up some, some rent. rent. All right. And this week he's like $103 for electricity, which I wish I had $103 electric bill. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it's because of grandpa. Uh, and they, oh, Eddie has braces on his fangs. Herman is just taxes, it, taxes. There's just too much going on. Yeah. Herman okay. is stressed. Just real quick here $103 electricity bill, uh, in 1964 is equal to a $774.25 bill today. All right, yeah, that's a lot of money. If My I had God. a $700 yeah. electric bill, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. Nah. I don't know if I'd be in the dark grunting, but I'd be pissed. <laughs> that's for sure. I might so, that much. Oh, geez. He's stressed out. Lily's like, dude, just go for one of your walks. And then he's like, I'm going to walk around Mid-City Park. And for some reason, walking around Mid-City Park, I think got a laugh from the laugh track. I don't know why, but yeah. it did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go for a walk around Mid-City Park. Laughter. Whatever. <laughs> and then, no, then we cut. It's their the brand police. of humor. You know, it's just. Yeah. It's... Oh, the, yeah. That Lily was going to screw up. So we got the police. They're getting complaints about Mid City Park. Maybe the, maybe it was anticipatory laughter. They know what the script was, so they're already laughing. Uh, so the police are getting complaints about Mid City Park. Uh, so they're going to increase the patrol and then tell them to pick up anyone that even looks suspicious. And then we get the thumping intro music, oh, yeah. which is still great. Three episodes it's in, amazing. Might be yep. the best part about this show yeah. so far. Not tired of it yet. I still <laughs> love Herman. Kissing Lee on the cheek uh, and then being like, fuck yeah. He's like, based <laughs> on based on how good the intro music is compared to kind of what we've been feeling for these first few episodes. Uh like, do you guys know what are can you guys think like are there any other shows where you're like, man, this intro music is great, but this show is just Night Rider. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, that that is also a really good uh good one there. Of course, I think Night Rider might be a little better than you remember. No, it is not. Uh, <laughs> and I don't, I don't even have to revisit Night Rider to know that it's not good. Yeah, but no, just true. like, like some people are like, man, yeah, that Monster theme song is great. That, and I think maybe that's part of what puts the monsters in like a really special, like, place in people's like nostalgic minds. Is like just you know, the song is just great. Going right into it, it gets you on a good vibe. Leading mm-hmm. into every episode. Yeah, could be. Yeah. People are just excited. They get the commercial afterwards. And then we come back and Herman's walking around the park. And they, they use music quite a bit. This because he's like, he's like happy walking music. The happiest song mm-hmm. you've ever heard. Yeah. In yeah. his face, he's just so happy to be out there. There's a drunk guy. He freaks out when Herman says good evening. And he doesn't just freak out, man. He climbs up a light pole. He's he's mm-hmm. hammered. He sees Herman, climbs up a light pole, and just shit, you know, like shivers up there. And he's not just random drunk guy. Like he's wearing a tux and a top hat, and mm-hmm. like, like what, like what is he doing in the middle of the park at this point? At first, like, I thought he was like a street performer, but he's just a mm, drunk guy because he comes gotcha. back a little bit later, and he's yeah. drunk there too. And there's a lady walking a dog, and Herman walks past, and she doesn't see him. And, but then she gets mugged from behind uh, by a guy with like a stocking over his face. And then an old and she passes out. She faints and the dog faints. I don't know. I don't know whether the dog fainting was funny, but does, it was. Does the guy? It, I mean, he just runs up. He puts his hand around her mouth, and then he takes off running again. Right? He doesn't like steal I, anything yeah, or I didn't see him take anything unless she like had 
like gum in her mouth or something. <laughs> yeah, I thought he yeah. like chloroformed yeah. her or something. I wasn't sure what he did. It was yeah. very weird. Yeah, but, but he just takes off too. running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was weird. So then there's an old lady that looks out the window, which we'll get to why this is weird in a little bit. She looks out the window and she sees Herman and her hair, which are in braided uh, pigtails, shoot. And this is an older woman, too. It shoots straight up in the air. And then she turns around and walks over to the phone and her hair is still up. And you can see it's like getting tugged by some strings or something. Uh, she did, you think that was, did you think that was a guy dressed up in, in like a costume? No, uh, I, didn't think, I didn't think it was woman. a little lady. I thought it was a, like a guy dressed up in a costume. No, it was an old woman. I thought uh, that's what I thought. Maybe it was. I don't know. Yeah. I was too busy watching those pigtails like flop around in the sky. <laughs> yeah, they were. But she calls the police to report a monster. Yeah, and they plop yeah. down about the end there. It's kind of yeah. weird. I don't know why they just keep them up the whole. Time. Yeah, when she got it off her chest, she was less oh. startled, I guess. Yeah. So then we cut to next morning. Lily is making breakfast. This is a theme. They love breakfast. Uh, so she's making breakfast. She gives Eddie his breakfast in the cupboard. Uh, Herman yep. comes down and so does grandpa. Lots of good mornings going on. Like the time fillers, like good morning, 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 <clears throat> good morning to you. Uh, grandpa wants his eggs gloomy side up, which mm-hmm. what does that mean from the can? Uh, and they're all reading I, the paper. And I just think they to answer your question. I think they just really push this like whole like it, whatever the opposite of like happy and and like. Yeah, you know, instead of sunny side up, he wants some gloomy side up. Like they're really pushing into like making this a huge, huge thing, like every chance they can get. Sure. Because so do you think they cook it the same way though? Like, is it just they just call it that in their family? Like that's their thing. I, but, yeah, probably. I'm, I'm, yeah. Okay. Like, like what do they call in in London? They call like the the toast with the egg in it. What do they call that? Oh. Uh, they call it like oh a, like a bird in a basket or something. Yeah. And over here we just call <laughs> it like egg in a toast. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe they call it like toasty eggy. I don't whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's something weird. So gloomy mm-hmm. side up. And they Scotch bonnet? The, what? Is it Scotch bonnet? I have no idea. A Scotch egg is like a deep fr- it's a hard boiled egg that's deep mm. fried. Oh, okay. That's probably what I'm thinking of then. Never mind. Go ahead. It's like covered in I don't know. Uh so Grant, everybody's reading the paper. Big thing they must have done back then. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's like, Oh, the angels won again. So like classic all all the baseball teams with that, that's the only one that has like a heavenly name. It's like God damn it, those he angels. That yeah, and so this is more what I was thinking of, like with the gloomy egg thing. I was like, so he's mad because the angels won. So is he a Dodger fan, or is he just doesn't like the angels because uh, it, like they're not the devils or something like that? Yeah, that's my guess. Then uh, oh. So the, the front page was like, oh, here's a headline. Creature terrorizes Mid-City Park. And Lily points out the frightening headline, she says. And then Grandpa reads, last night, the police received several reports of a fiendish monster roaming Mid-City Park at approximately 12.05 a.m. The 12.05 a.m. is why I thought it was weird. That was an old woman was just looking out her window mm-hmm. at that weird. time. Uh, but, you know, hey, whatever. And Herman says, no way, that's ridiculous, because I was there that time, and I didn't see any fiends or monsters. Yeah, there's no such thing. No such thing. And Lily's like, be, stay away they, from the park, Herman. Yeah, they'd be excited, right? Like, they love all the opposite things. They should be like, oh, there's a monster. We got to go check this out. Like, 
Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, maybe to the monsters, the term monster is still frightening, but what they view as a monster is different. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So Eddie wants to go with Herman the next time he goes to see so he can see the fiends. Uh, and then Herman's mm-hmm. like, "There, no, you're not going with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for some reason, Grandpa asks for ketchup, which you are assumed for his eggs, but instead he just puts a straw in it and drinks it, which is... <laughs> It's I also it's served in like it's served in like a like a, a Coke bottle. bottle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a Coke bottle of ketchup that he drinks out of. Strange. Strange. With a straw. Mm. Yep. I don't know why that. I thought that was so funny, but hey, yeah, something. <laughs> it was it was weird. It was unexpected. Yeah. I didn't know that's something a vampire would do, but yeah. they eat they eggs, like a, apparently. Are they implying it's blood? Like maybe nope, they weren't legally ketchup. allowed Straight to say ketchup. that. He asked for it. <laughs> that's yeah. true. But Herman insists he has to go for his nightly walks. It's the only thing that helps him sleep because he slept like a baby last night. And the grandpa says this line that did not get any canned laughter. Uh, don't which, but it was obviously supposed to be a joke. Mm-hmm. Don't be such a baby about it. Lots of people have insomnia, and you don't see them losing <laughs> any sleep over it. Uh, and there wasn't roller. even a chuckle from the canned <laughs> laughter. You're right. Like the guy's like, nah, I can't do it. I'm not gonna, I can't reward <laughs> that line. Uh, I think that was ad libbed by uh, Grandpa. Uh, I must have been. Like, <laughs> the guy in charge of the canned laughter is actually an insomniac. He was not happy about that yeah, joke. That's what it sounds like. A lover of comedy. It's like, yeah, yeah. say that, man. I can't do mm. But so Grandpa's like, well, what, what are you so worried about anyway? And Lily's like, well, we have you know, financial issues with the bills and and a lot of the electricity that you're using. And Grandpa says, well, hey, I'm working on a big invention that'll make everyone rich. But he won't say what it is because that's how Edison stole the light bulb from or electricity from him. Uh, uh, yep. So it implies that Grandpa invented the light bulb in uh, 1879. Stole it and, then, and then Edison stole it from Tesla or whatever. However it works. Yep. I don't yeah. know. That would so, have been 80 some odd years prior to that. So mm-hmm. if anybody's wondering how old Grandpa actually is. Well, I mean, last episode, they say he's been around for a thousand years or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's part of the family. Oh, with like his 87 wives or something. Yeah. yeah. So then we cut to lots of concerned citizens at the police station. Mm-hmm. They're all hooting and hollering. A uh, woman said he was nine feet tall and he was green. The drunk guy knows him and it's a jolly green giant. Uh, the drunk guy's <laughs> uh, back. I don't know why he's at the police department, yeah. but he's there. Uh, and then the woman's the woman that got mugged. Is, his hands were ice cold, and I I got a chuckle out of this because the the drunk guy goes, "That's because of the frozen food he handles," uh, <laughs> <laughs> insisting that it's the Jolly Green Giant. <clears throat> really? Do you think, that, you think that's a pro, do you think that's product placement? Uh, I don't know. It's weird. it's none of those pop culture references. I don't know if there's any more in this one. No, there are. There's a few, uh, but it's like weird pop culture. Jolly Green mm-hmm. Giant must have been new at the time. Is my it's guess. a big deal back then. Yeah, yeah, I don't even. I can't. I don't think I've seen that guy in a long time. No, no but I remember they used to be like the commercials were like cartoons, and they had his little his little son Sprout. Oh know. yeah, he had a son. Mm-hmm. I hope, forgot about that. Wow. And so anyway, everybody's all upset about this. Nine feet tall, green eyes that are red, ice cold hands, and then the police said to do everything they can about it. To catch a so-called monster, they say no press, blah blah blah. And then the police chief goes, "Why does this always have to happen when there's a shakeup in the department?" And he shrugs, and the chief goes to the office. 
We'll never find out what the shakeup is, but nope. there's a shakeup. There's some sort of political office intrigue within the department mm. that we just don't know about. Maybe is that why the commissioner keeps showing up? Is it like because he's like there? I guess I don't know. But he, so chief goes in the office, gets on the phone, calls for an around the clock stakeout of the park, and he uses a description of nine feet tall, green with red eyes, and he's like, uh huh. No, well, that that's why you haven't been promoted above sergeant or something like, like whoever's on the other yep. line Mulligan. calls him crazy. Yeah. And he hangs up the phone. Yeah. What, what, what do we think Mulligan said to him? He says, mm. uh, well, what would you say if someone said, look for somebody that's nine feet tall, green and has red eyes? <laughs> uh, the gall- why, jolly green giant. Yeah. 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 Why don't you go back to feeding your bird chief? Yeah. Something like that. You know, yep. whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's what he does. Uh, but he, whatever, whatever he says, gave him shit. And he's just like, no, he rolls his eyes. So then we cut back and there's grandpa's invention. He's explaining it. It's an enlarging machine. Uh, he can make a banana that could feed a monkey for a whole year. He can make Rhode Island, the size of Texas. He can even make the world's largest Mickey Rooney. <laughs> so there's another pop culture <laughs> reference. And he turns that thing on and it makes noise lots of noise so then we see herman and lily on the couch and they're cuddling uh herman is like he's really agitated and he's like what is that and it's just like it's grandpa so he pulls some stuffing out he destroys his couch (laughs) he reaches into the arm of the couch pulls out stuffing and shoves it in his ears yep efficient that's the only way and then there's an explosion and then we (laughs) come back and we see grandpa eddie marilyn they're covered in soot. Well, Marilyn looks terrible. Grandpa looks terrible. We don't see Eddie yet, but he's hanging from the chandelier in the dungeon. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. He got like blown sky high. Yeah. Yeah. And grandpa's like, well, I'm not using enough electricity. That's the, that's the ticket. More <laughs> electricity. More power. Yes. So then we go to the police chief and he's got a bird and the birds on his head. And yeah. I'm like, All right. He's feeding a bird. And then the commissioner is talking to the guy that was obviously on the phone, the dispatch guy. He says, I'm telling you, commissioner, that's what he said. Nine feet tall and green. Uh, And Christian's like, oh, that's ridiculous. You must have missed heard. So he goes in and the chief has a bird on his head. (laughs) (laughs) And this made me laugh. He goes, oh, hello, commissioner. Just giving Edgar his din din. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which made me mad about this. He's really (laughs) mad about this. The Din Din <laughs> thing I thought was great. The Din Din uh, awesome. And he's like, what's all this talk about monsters, blah, 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 blah. And then we cut back to Lily and she's filing her nails. Uh, and she's like, Herman, aren't you coming to bed? And Herman is giving up. There's nothing he can do to go to sleep except for walking in the park. And then she goes, have you tried counting wolves? And he's like, yes, of course I have. <laughs> uh <laughs> course. Lily really doesn't of. want Herman in the park, right? That monster's on the loose. And then Herman says something that made me chuckle. He's like, in this enlightened age, people don't believe in fiends or monsters. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then Grandpa blows something up again. And Herman's like, I'm out of here. Peace. I got to get out uh, because I'm never going to sleep around here. Mm -hmm. Cut back to Grandpa in the basement with a five and a half foot tall record. (laughs) He's the Nexus record. And he's like, ha ha, Eddie, we'll make millions. And so then he steps back and he's got this like gun thing. And then he makes a pencil like seven feet tall. 
And you're like, yep. whoa. And, and the Eddie's, special effects is just oh, the, yeah. a very bright light. And then whatever mm-hmm. it is, is just now suddenly well, that's switched where they out. had to cut and tape it together. Right. So they cut yeah. and tape the film together. And now there's a giant pencil. So then Eddie's like, I want to be as big as can you do it to me? I want to be as big as daddy. And the grandpa's like, oh, yeah, sure. So he puts it on him and then Eddie becomes semi-transparent and then shrinks down to about six (laughs) inches tall. He shrinks for whatever reason. (laughs) And the grandpa says, I must have put it in reverse. And then he mumbles about uh, war surplus parts. War surplus parts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He built this out of parts that were built for World War II, but were Mm -hmm. never used. So now they're super cheap, I guess. I don't know. Um, well, tied on money, but, you know, he's got to save where he can. The electricity bills are getting too high. Just real quick, and I, I don't know if I think I have this in in the correct order, but like when they're about to go back down to the lab, to some is it is it Herman who like when there's an explosion says what in the name of Pat O'Brien? I don't have that. Oh, down. I think that was uh, the commissioner talking to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but like I still was like, what what is that? What does that mean? Like I'm, I'm very. There's a handful of things where I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but okay. So, so sorry. So I, I'm just kind of looking at the notes that I and I was like, I, I thought that happened right about there. But this thing with like Eddie getting shrunken down. Uh, Derek, I think you've mentioned this in one of our in a couple of our previous episodes where there is something that happens where you're like, oh, they're going to use this. It's going to be something mm-hmm. that's yeah, this funny. is important. And this happens. I'm like, oh, this is going to be like. We got to get Eddie back to normal size, or it, mm-hmm. and there's no payoff to this. Yeah, like thought thing this, happening thought this at all. The B plot here. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess yeah. the invention's sort of the B plot, and I guess this has been like the, the the part that like the problem of the B plot. But nope, he just shrinks him down. It's like ah, war surplus parts. Then we cut to Herman in the park. Uh, we get we had the good music again. Mm-hmm. Um, we see the lights are dimming in the park because of Grandpa, and then there's two people in the bush you can't really see who they are but like here he comes and then they jump out and then you cut back to grandpa messing with electricity and then you cut back to herman in super fast motion blasting through the Mm -hmm. door and then putting a bunch of crap in front of the door and uh he he went from playing like happy music to playing anxious music Mm -hmm. and he's like blocking the door with a uh, like a, a a cabinet and uh, what are like those the clock? called? The clock, yeah. Like just a pillar, whatever. I think. Mm-hmm. All sorts yeah. of stuff. And Lily's like, what's the matter? But he's, he's in like super fast motion. He's in that Babe Ruth running the bases speed. And he's like, and what's the matter? And Herman's like, don't worry, I'll protect you from the thing. It had two heads and four long blue arms. So I, when it said that, the blue arms, I'm like, oh, they're police officers. Yep. So then Lily tries to convince Herman to go to bed and he, he agrees. He's like, fine. Only if we can leave the lights on. What can we leave the lights on? <laughs> and then we cut back to the police and this, this part really confused me uh, because the police are there. They're both standing there. It's like they said, chief nine feet tall and green. The chief is like in a bathrobe. Yeah. It's like, like he like got called in to work maybe yeah, or something, but he's yeah. in his office. So <laughs> he's in his bathrobe in his office. <laughs> Chiefs in his pajamas. And he tells them to get back out there. They're like, we don't want to go back out there. 
and then they finally convince him to go out um and then they're like can you take can you go with us <laughs> or whatever can you walk us there and it's like get out and when they slam the door the ceiling starts to fall so the chief grabs like the the coat rack and puts it up there to hold the ceiling up and yeah. the commissioner walks in and of catches course. him holding up the ceiling which is kind of funny because it's like one of those like or you lean in to keep the wall from falling down sort of thing like yeah <laughs> so there he is yeah. he's holding up the ceiling and he so even weird. says i'm holding up the ceiling yeah uh, <laughs> what a weird situation to be in like you yeah. have to hold up the ceiling like he, the bird one was weird enough and but it like made sense but this one i'm like so they just slammed the door too hard and the ceiling fell apart like what i mean this is kind of like uh this is I, but this is supposed to be, I think, as we'll find out eventually, this is a bit of like an escalation type thing. Like, mm-hmm. commissioner comes in, oh, bird on the head comes in, he's in his bathrobe, bathrobe holding, up uh, holding up the ceiling, and that okay, that's a level up from a bird on your head. Yeah, getting its <laughs> uh, the payoff comes. In. The payoff yeah. is come. So then we, the commissioner walks in. Commissioner threatens if to catch the monster, it'll have him out on like the worst like crime riddled beat there is or something like that <laughs> and like this long threat and the chief says well pro- i promise to catch the monster tonight and then we cut to herman shaving lily making toast and brewing coffee and roasting a ham and marilyn has got some like hair drying bag on her head and then the grand grandpa's in the basement with eddie who is normal size now uh, i don't know how yep, that yep. Happened, yeah it's back to normal size <laughs> yep Just and you're thinking grandpa, that's gonna be important Yep, not important. <laughs> Grandpa starts cranking up the electricity, and apparently cranking up the electricity makes things haunted because <laughs> Herman's shaver starts to fly on its own. Toast, toast. Toast shoots out of the toaster. The ham spins crazy fast. <laughs> Marilyn's hairdryer like, really blows up. Yeah. Lights in the park explode. It's nuts. It's mass pandemonium. Is he using like, like the city grids electricity? He is. He's tapped in directly to the grid. I mean, he's using almost a thousand dollars of today's money in electricity every month. Yeah, yeah. For this, for this invention of his, and then the police are getting grilled because they haven't caught this monster yet. And the chief says this: ingenuity, imagination, intelligence do not work. Therefore, I have decided to handle this myself. Uh, so, all right. And they have a box that's tied up. Uh, with a string and he's like this is my secret solution and i had an idea what it might have been and uh when we get to what it actually is i'll tell you what my i what my thought was okay but by, by the way I, I think we should get pins uh for the show that say ingenuity imagination intelligence just don't work <laughs> just do not work <laughs> the monster hunters yeah. yes is that our tagline mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was uh that that might have been my that might be my favorite line from the episode. Oh, mine too. Cause it like he's trying to give like uh it almost like he's trying to give like a, a like a big like you know speech to Rally his talk, to his yeah. men, but I'm like ingenuity, imagination, intelligence doesn't work. You just sent some guys out on a stakeout. What's yeah. the ingenuity or imagination? <laughs> hiding in the hiding in the, in the yeah. And they're not very smart, I guess. Me, I don't know what's the imagination part that's not working here. I don't know. So, he's got a secret solution. Then we cut back to Lily, she's playing the organ. Herman's trying to read the paper. Uh, Grandpa is doing his electricity stuff in the basement still. And Herman's having a really hard time with Grandpa's noises, not Lily playing the organ. That's fine. 
Uh, And the organ like shoots crazy dust out of it. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It makes terrible noise. But the grandpa's like basement work, pushing Herman over the edge. Yeah. Having a hard time with grandpa's noises. And he goes, what time is it? And the clock goes at the tone. It'll be later than you think. Never more. Uh, and that, then Herman's uh, like, oh, it's later than I thought. Or <laughs> whatever, something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was that late. I think so. Yeah. And then Herman's mm-hmm. like, well, where is Marilyn? Like, I don't know why that became a thing, but it's like, where's Marilyn at? And then Lily says, well, Marilyn finally got a date. Well, she's been the previous two episodes were all about Marilyn getting dates. Uh, yeah. This one, Marilyn finally got a date. And then he's like, where'd they go? And then Eddie emerges from the fireplace for some reason. Uh, yeah, he likes to hang out there, apparently. Yeah, he does. And he's like, oh, they went to the movies and then for a walk in the park. And then in the park, Herman is pissed. He's like, Eddie, why did you let them go to the park? Like, it's Eddie's job. I'm like, the child. He's like, eight. <laughs> this eight year old's got to stop two adults from going to the park. Yep. And uh, so then he's like, well, you said there's no such thing as monsters. And Herman decides uh, someone's got to go to protect Marilyn. And Lily's like, well, I'll do it. And Herman's like, no, fuck that. This is my job. <laughs> by the way, do- by the way, doesn't he say like Eddie specifically says you said there was no such thing as fiends and you know, uh, whatever that the other term that he used, like specifically like tells him the same thing that, that Herman's used a couple times throughout yeah. the, the show, which he I thought was funny. Himself. Yeah, like he's calling him out on that. Yeah. Yep. But Lily wants to go. Herman's like, nah, uh, uh, uh. And then Eddie suggests taking Spot, and the hermit goes, ha, Spot is afraid of his own shadow. And then we see a shadow of a creature that is nope. not like the Godzilla we saw last time. Nope. No, last time was way cooler. Yeah, and, but, and then it growls. Yep. And then Herman's like, come to think of it, I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of agree with that, yeah. I guess. <laughs> so then we cut back to the police, and the commissioner is waiting on the chief. He's like talking to one of the guys. And then he's like, oh, he's in there working on some sort of secret weapon. And then he's like, oh, you can go in now. The commissioner walks in and the chief is in drag. Straight up, he's got a blonde wig on, a dress and a necklace and makeup. I thought it was going to be a a Herman Munster costume. I thought they were going to bring back a Frankenstein costume for him to go. Mm -hmm. And it was not that. It was this. Yeah, I did not (laughs) see this coming. No, this is the Bugs Bunny. Uh, attempt mm-hmm. to catch yep. somebody, <laughs> right? Yeah, nobody ever suspects this move. I'll say that. No. If you want to catch me, you could probably catch me by doing that because I would. By never the way, see it coming. and then Chief Harris, he has to like lift up the. Uh, he lifts up the wig a bit and goes, "Don't worry, don't worry, Commissioner. It's just me. <laughs> it's yeah, me. I love that. Yeah, it's me under there." And then the commissioner <laughs> breaks the fourth wall, and he. Looks this was crazy. And he goes, "Why couldn't I have been a fireman like my mother wanted me?" To? Uh, but he looked right at the camera and said it. Like, whomp, now, whomp. I was trying to remember on, on episode one or two, does anybody really break that fourth wall? Because nope. like it is a slow, very blatant look at the camera that I was like, <laughs> I was like, that's just so like, because this is also like a guy who's really hasn't had a whole lot of lines and just shows up a couple. He shows up a couple yep. times like these moments. Maybe this like, is like an Abbott trademark. Yeah, but he, but he uh, very much is like. 
like the, it, it just came odd to me that like the first person who's going to break the fourth wall is somebody who's not in the main cast. It's going to be <laughs> yep. this, this guy. <laughs> and his comment is why he should have been a fire fireman like his mother wanted. And it's not even Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. It's just a commissioner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like this guy's like the Deadpool of the Munsters. He just yeah. he talks he to is. the camera. Yeah. So then Herman's in the park. He's walking. The chief's standing there in drag uh, in the dark. And then they're walking, but they walk past one another. And they just miss each other. And then the mugger sneaks up on the chief and grabs him. And the chief screams and Herman goes, that's Marilyn. I know her voice anywhere. Which <laughs> I did laugh chuckle. at that. That was pretty good. I like that. So one. Herman runs up and grabs the mugger. The chief has been thrown to the ground. He sees Herman. And then the chief's hair flies off his head. <laughs> and then he faints. And then the mugger looks at him. And then he faints. And Herman's holding like this passed out mugger. So he just hangs him from the tree by his belt. And then Herman runs off. He's like, I got to get out of here. So then next morning, breakfast again. Grandpa's eating breakfast and he wants more pancakes. And he's like, no, nope, you've had enough. The rest are for Herman after what he went through last night. And he goes, lucky stiff, which got a (laughs) chuckle out of the canned audience. Uh, (laughs) I guess Very mad about Frankenstein that. monster, I guess. Lucky stiff. Oh, I didn't even think of that. No, that's pretty good. Uh, but Herman, man, he comes down and he is pleased as punch, man. He has <laughs> got a grin on his face, a, a, a strut to himself, right? Yeah. He comes down and he wants his pancakes. <laughs> he does. And then Marilyn comes in and apologizes mm. to Herman for causing so much worry um, and then Herman's like, oh, no, blah, 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 blah. But the important part, while Herman's distracted, Grandpa enchants Herman's pancake <laughs> and makes them float off of his yeah. plate onto his plate. <clears throat> and I'm like, weird. That was uh, really so, weird. Uh, yeah. the, the guy who's been downstairs tinkering with electricity and magic can make <laughs> pancakes fly. Yeah. And they're worrying about trying to find money. <laughs> Like yeah. what to do? Yeah. Just like if if you're a monster, just go rob some. Rob the bank, make all the money float out to you. Dude, what like what's the problem yeah. here? What can't this guy do? Honestly, yeah. But well, he can turn himself into the chopped liver. He can make pancakes yeah. Uh, yeah. float to his plate. But yeah, but he's bound by the laws of physics yeah. to some extent. The electricity, like you just can't master that. Mm. Uh, so anyway, so Grandpa and Chancellor pancakes and the hermit's like the park was terrible it was a hair raising experience and if you thought my hair was raised you should have seen the bald headed lady <laughs> which, which made me chuckle yeah and then grandpa's like don't exaggerate and then lily suggests maybe there's something in the paper and so herman pancakes then this is this is the part that cements that herman is an idiot yes he's just straight <laughs> up dumb he <clears throat> looks down no pancakes and yep. then he just assumes he already ate him. Yeah. He so eats, so eats, a little, eats a little syrup off the plate. Yep. Yeah. Pats himself on the belly. And yeah. It's like yep. very satisfying. Hey, uh, did, did you guys also notice? So when Herman comes down, he comes strutting in. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, Eddie is in the cabinet. Yep. Um, he apparently just hangs out in the cabinet, but he walks over. And, and this is another. But instead of doing like the, like the, the like the. Uh-huh. Herman goes, and then Eddie <laughs> responds back with the other thing. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, this whole, like, it, it's just they're adding into whatever is the most normal thing you could do or say. We're going to do the, the exact opposite. Make of. it as convoluted as possible. Yeah. Yep. 
so then there is a story in the paper that solves the mystery and then it mm-hmm. also mentions that herman you know, not necessarily herman but an unknown citizen helped apprehend the the, the burglar the thief mm-hmm. uh and then herman herman says herman is a blue lives matter guy he goes remember it is the duty <laughs> of every citizen to protect the police uh, is that our duty yeah herman is exactly. this. But it also mentions the paper that the police chief is getting a medal this morning, and that's what we cut to. Uh, and the commissioner is there talking to the police chief. He's pretty happy. He's chuffed with him. And he says, uh, I don't usually like this eccentric behavior, but I do like the results. And he goes, do you know the citizen? Do you know who helped you? And the chief says, no, but I can describe him. Oh, he boy. was about nine or ten feet tall, green skin, red eyes, and long arms. Then the chief looks in the camera again. Yes, <laughs> again. yes. Like, slow, almost slow mo, blatant look, and just holds a stare for a second, kind of yeah. like we do at the streaming services. Yeah, mm, exactly. But he like doesn't that. say a thing. And then we nope. cut to the chief, who is out in the desert walking the beat. I don't understand <laughs> what he is patrolling, but he's amongst rocks he's, and cacti and a, and a, and a payphone that he's on there. Yeah. And there yeah. he is just standing there. Yeah. So then we cut back to grandpa in the basement and he just can't figure out the problem. He just can't seem to generate enough electricity. And, and, but Herman's there sleeping, right? And he said, like, it did cure Herman of his insomnia. And it's like, how? It's like this giant sleeping pill he made with the machine. <laughs> so that worked. He was able to make things grow. Yes. It's just not enough things. I don't understand. Yeah. Just doesn't work on human beings, I guess, is the issue. But why do you need that? Just, <laughs> yeah. just go buy a diamond and yeah. grow it up yeah. or you know, whatever. <laughs> so or sell the invention for millions of dollars, whatever. <laughs> And yeah, so Lily knocks on this this pill, which makes a very metallic sound. Uh, and it's like, he's how did he swallow that? He's like, oh, no, he couldn't swallow it. I accidentally dropped it on his head. <laughs> and that's what knocked out Herman. And that is what finishes <clears throat> season one, episode three, A Walk <laughs> on the Mild Side. So first things first, no, the babysitter did not lose it. No, nope. she did not. I'm starting to suspect maybe she's mm. uh she's gone. But best we'll chance was in the first minute with the grunting. The, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm like, oh, Keith's gonna be right. Full yeah. funnel, here it comes. Well, no, with no, with all that noise, maybe she's. Then your guess would have been right. She's gonna oh, sorry, walk in on. <laughs> yeah, or. or, or <laughs> Terry's final guess where they're yeah. all getting it on because you don't know the babysitter has not come in yet. So, oh, yeah, because Lily's just coming down. She could have walked yep. right in on the yep. on spot and Herman and uh, the babysitter. babysitter. Yep. Mm-hmm. But none of those things happened, unfortunately. Dang it. Yeah. So, if you picked episode three, folks, it's still a family show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what'd you guys think of A Walk on the Mild Side? Uh, this might be my favorite episode so far. Uh huh. I-, I thought there were, there's just a lot of like, uh, fun stuff the chief harris stuff and and the the weird like things with the commissioner and you know like kind of like the one-upping and then his like weird turn to the camera yeah uh the engineering imagination intelligence line like that all really kind of you know plus this is the first one where like 
Lily's dating problems aren't like the main focus of the of an episode yeah. after the first two are like that. So I, I thought this was pretty good. Yeah, Marilyn is not the driving force in this one, which is good. Herman is definitely an idiot. He just seems to be getting dumber. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought it was all right. I didn't hate it. Yeah, I, I, I didn't like this one as much. I thought it was kind of a lot of the jokes were kind of eye rolling to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Once yeah. again, more funny when Derek was telling me about it when I was watching <laughs> it. Um, yeah, but uh, I did like uh, yeah the Chief Harris stuff. I actually thought he was a pretty fun side character. Um, yeah, even the if bird like, thing was weird. And I thought mm-hmm. the din din thing made me laugh yeah. <laughs> like more than I should have laughed at it. Mm-hmm. I think. And I mean, the, the bird can... thing was another one of those, like kind of like maybe you thought it was, it was going to be something bigger in the episode throughout. Like, mm-hmm. but like after he gives him din din, we never see the bird again. I don't no, know if the commissioner sure makes him take it home or not or what, but yeah. Yeah. And Why Eddie becoming short or Eddie becoming mini. And then like, not, yeah, not really being weird. resolved on screen was also odd. Maybe yeah. that'll be a future plot line because that's gold right there. Yeah. Oh, curse. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I also <laughs> thought it was kind of weird that they kept describing Herman Munster with red eyes. I never really thought of yeah, that. Yeah, they don't like, come across as, as red in the, in the the show, the black and white. Yeah. It's also weird that they say he's got green skin and you're like, well, I, it looks awfully gray, but okay. <laughs> well, it's cute. Yeah. It's black. And white. I, I'd be interested in seeing the, uh, you know, at some point in time watching the, uh, the pilot's thing and seeing what all these folks look like in full color maybe herman does have very red eyes uh, uh yeah. in color i don't know i doubt like it some, some contact work i feel like Her- herman's scary enough you know as like frankenstein like why can't like lily have red eyes or something because then that'd make more sense mm-hmm. though if people were mm-hmm. freaked out about her mm-hmm. i don't know but that's yeah funny. but i mean okay so we have more powers for grandpa he can yep. levitate pancakes cannot control electricity yes we have those yeah, to add to the collection, yeah. Lily the first displayed episode, no powers. He's not Herman my favorite. It's just yeah. big. Yeah, and, it. and it also continues to add to this thing. And we're like, people are like, oh, there's this monster walking through the park. When it's obvious in the intro every single week, Herman is going to work. Yes. Yeah. How do people not be? Oh, it's that monster guy, or it's this guy that works at wherever. Da da da. And and like know him. Why is it suddenly this is like a weird like question mark? Are there yeah. is there more than one Frankenstein type monster that people would be a little uh, confused with who you're talking about? I guess like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Or you think he'd real? Yeah, because if he's going out every day, he's got to recognize that people are like climbing up telephone poles when they see him, and like uh, you know, yeah, their pigtails are flying mm-hmm. into the sky. Yeah, uh, he's, he'd be getting that all the time, judging by the reactions we see. <laughs> yeah. But- who knows? Maybe he puts like a cloth over his head and then walks outside. We just missed that part in the intro. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember anything from like watching this as a kid. I don't remember any like specifics. So like, I don't, I don't know what Herman does for a living. I'm hoping we're going to find out at some point. I'm sure we'll find yeah. out eventually. But that's what's he doing to scare up rent? I don't know. <laughs> scare up rent. Yeah. Pay a hundred three dollar electric bill. He's got to be making some cash. Yeah. But that's three down and only sixty seven to go. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, before we uh, launch out of here, uh, you guys got Keith. You got anything to tell the peeps about? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can check out uh, a brand new other show that I've also got going at the same time called "That Was Great," wasn't it? Uh, where we're watching uh, some old Saturday morning cartoons. Oh yeah. boy, you find are... that uh, wherever uh, 
you find great podcasts. You're a glutton for punishment. Yeah. Man. <laughs> You're watching the monsters and watching Saturday morning cartoons. Some are good, yeah. but mm-hmm. some of those old ones, I don't know. Not good. You know, no. that's about it. Terry, how about yourself? Uh, I, I do another show uh, where we review movies um, every week. We do like categories of movies. Like I think we've done like sci-fi movies, uh, samurai movies, stuff like that. Uh, it's called run the real. You just find that wherever, um, you know, just look it up on any podcast service and you'll probably find it. So check it out if you want. Excellent. And I will probably be at the local gas station a couple mm-hmm. times this week, mm-hmm. picking up a 12 pack of soda. Uh, <laughs> oh, and that's about what it. Kind? Uh, either that Dr. Pepper or the new Coke Zero. Ooh, and okay. if you see Derek while you're there, he will buy you a 12 pack. Yeah, you have to point it out and be like, hey, <laughs> yep. aren't you the guy from Monster Hunters? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, yeah, I sure am. Oh, then- uh, Derek, what, there should be a, there should be like a, a specific line that they that that they should have to tell you. Oh, like, uh, well, I mean, if you walk up to me and you say ingenuity, imagination, intelligence do not work, I will know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> and then he'll buy you a 12 pack. I'll buy you a 12 pack of soda or beer. If you do that, I'll buy a 12 pack of whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But it's a good deal. So I'm not the if, you can fig- if you can figure out what gas station it is and, and what, what they did like. there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're just looking for the guy with a, with a Diet Dr. Pepper and a. Yep, and some Coke and some yeah, Coke Zero. Like the, the, <laughs> the 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 look of a man who's watched too much monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, right. no. he's got red eyes. That's red how, eyes. You know. nine, I'm about nine feet tall, green skin, <laughs> long arms, and red <laughs> eyes. Or I have two heads and four long blue arms. I'm one of those two. <laughs> no? uh, yeah, but if you see me, I'll get you that twelve pack. If you say ingenuity, imagination, intelligence do not work. Uh, but I guess until oh boy, until next time, did we did did we agree that it's always hunting season, or do we do we have something different? I thought that's what I, I think that's all we had. All right, it's always hunting season. The monster hunters are Derek Glasscock, Keith Gala, and Terry Vicroy. Keith is the host of the Pop Up Filmcast, and that was great, wasn't it? Both shows can be found wherever you subscribe to podcasts. For more about Keith's shows, you can follow Pop-Up Filmcast on Twitter at Pop-Up Filmcast. And that was great, wasn't it, at How Great Was That? You can also follow Keith on Twitter at KG3030. Terry is one of the hosts of Run the Reel. It's a movie podcast that does deep dives on films with a theme. You can follow Run the Reel on Twitter at Run the Reel. You can also follow Terry on Twitter at Terry underscore Vicroy. If you would like more musings from me, you can follow on Twitter at Derek the number nine and the word nine. Follow Monster Hunters on Twitter at Monster Hunters and subscribe on your podcatcher of choice for more Monster Hunter fun. Monster Hunters is mixed and edited by me, Derek. All original music is composed and mixed by Terry Vicroy, and executive producers are me and Keith Gollum. The Monster Hunters is a Crispy Dodo production.